Miguelito, Michael, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. It's nice to be back. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. On that point, I've been doing a lot of solo videos, just talking into the camera without any real interaction. So I'm actually really going to enjoy having an actual conversation with somebody. Um, let's 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 get the the first announcement uh, out of the way up front, so people who are watching, if they want to trail off later because they get bored. I don't think they're going to get bored. We're super interesting. So I don't know why they would stop watching, but whatever. We, we certainly think we are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're amazing. Uh, um, um, oh, Miguel or Michael is going to co-facilitate the December 7th through 10th retreat in uh, or near Monument, Colorado. And I'm really, really excited because I love working with Michael. Michael is so much fun on retreats. Are you? This is the, I, Michael. Go ahead. Oh, I was. Oh. I was going to say I enjoy working with you as well. It's something that you know over. We've known each other for five plus years now. Oh, yeah. um, so you know, we we definitely enjoy working together, and I think there's a, a few good reasons for that. But I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, we had, um, recently, what, back in August, we had did, done what's called a family sit where we just brought a bunch of friends together and, um, September, it was September, September. and, uh, Krista and I had our one year anniversary and yeah. we we're like, Oh, what a wonderful opportunity to invite people to come play and totally. hang out and it was i had a great time that was the, yeah. the, our last time sitting together actually yeah. that's right when i was going to say that you coordinated the whole thing you ran the whole thing i got to i did some singing and stuff but i also got to lie down which was so cool <laughs> and uh y'all did a great job so thank you for that um, but this is this is really your first like formal retreat since what may or something like that yeah, I attended a, a retreat in May and got to be a co-facilitator there. And besides that, it's been since really a year ago. Last October, when we left the Oregon house outside uh -huh. of May, this is the the only other retreat that I've done over the last year. Yeah, yeah. Wow, cool. Um so it is a return to the path for, for both of us in a certain way. It and uh, you, what have you been focused on? Uh, because, you know, obviously you, we, we had a kind of update back, back in November of last year is what you're focusing on it. And so how has that evolved and what are you doing, man? What's up? Oh man. Um, that's a great question. That's saying, what has the last year been like? Uh, <laughs> I would say that I'm focusing on integration. 
uh, as I have continued to, you know, in my perspective, and I think this holds true throughout the lineage, it's it's not ayahuasca, ayahuasca, ayahuasca. It's dieta, dieta, dieta. So time alone, contemplation, other things. But also, you know, outside of facilitating, we have big changes in our lives. And the important thing is not necessarily what's happening in ceremony, but it's how ceremony translates into our everyday life. And so what that's looked like for me is settling into the first year of marriage and mm. all of all of the new relationship dynamics that that can bring and loving that. Uh, I have also been focused on following kind of in your footsteps and doing the Alberto Vildo for Wind Society training myself um, and blending that together with Gene Keys and getting my own company approach, however you want to call those uh, enterprises uh, called Alchemy Shift up and off the ground. Cool. And uh, alchemyshift.com is going to be, is that right? Alchemyshift.com. We are going to officially be going live. Uh, should be next Friday or November 6th, which is a Monday at the absolute latest. We will have the website fully live and uh, updated and ready to go. Cool. And so you're doing Alberto Vildo, Illumination Soul Retrievals, coaching and gene keys and intermingling them together as you see fit, or is there a specific kind of, that's a, that's a great question. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I've been chewing on and it's still getting clear, although it will be stated clearly on the website is, you know, what is it that we do? A lot of this work is ineffable. It's like, mm. well, you know, we are helping people get unstuck. We're helping people turn the chapter into something new. You know, there's so many different ways to say it. Yeah. So what Alchemy Shift focuses on is helping people let go of the patterns that are holding them back so that they can step into who they are meant to be. Uh -huh. And the ways that we do that are through coaching and energy work combined together to help with ayahuasca integration specifically. Mm -hmm. That's one avenue. And then we have another avenue, which is called the journey of alchemy, where we take a look at what is going on in an individual's life. And we create a custom plan to help them move through that phase and begin the next one, letting go of whatever is holding them back so that they can be who they're, who life is asking them to be. And then lastly, we have the ways that Gene Keys blends into it which is the alchemy of purpose and the alchemy of love, where it is a combination of the Gene Keys golden path, both the activation sequence and the Venus sequence in combination with energy work and guidance. Because Gene Keys, as much as I love it, I will be the first to say it can be complicated. Um, <laughs> and yes, you love it. And yeah, can't have a conversation with you without talking about Gene Keys. It's, like my, well, it's, it's, I absolutely love it. I am, I am passionate about it because I know that it is a contemplative practice that works. Yeah. And what I found is that when you take that contemplative practice as kind of a backbone and a framework and a map, and you layer on guidance and support to help people get out of the mental realm and into their emotional and physical bodies through it, mm -hmm. 
and then you bring in the viola work on top of that to help it clear it out, it is something that is absolutely transformational and that I haven't seen anybody else doing thus far. And so I, I love it. And cool. I have personally found it beneficial. So uh, cool. I'm, I'm my own best advocate. Yeah. 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 It sounds, it's funny. I mean, we were both doing or taking two, not disparate, but two different modalities, one of them is in common being the Viodo energy work. Um, and you're combining Viodo with Gene Keys. And um, that's fantastic. It's a great uh, non-medicine way to do it. And you've, uh, we've done some work there and I've, I've seen results there. So I'm fucking pull two thumbs up on that. And then I'm doing the Viodo work, combining it with, with ayahuasca, uh, as many of you know, through the, the retreat um, in Peru, where we're going to take <laughs> the whole series of Yoldo work and combine it in a nine-day uh, ayahuasca for nine-day four ceremony ayahuasca retreat, and it's going to be kaboom. Um, yeah. So we're both we're in the business of going kaboom for people. That's that's what we do. We we do, and yeah. it's it's funny because you know I crushed through whatever that four-year process was of the training and through the mandala and going through that. And I've for really enjoyed for ayahuasca, for ayahuasca and I've enjoyed my, my break. Yeah. Um, and it has, it has been a break. Um, very, very needed. Um, yeah. And at the same time for alchemy shift, what I'm looking at doing is eventually bringing in ayahuasca too, just in a, a different way. And mm. so whether that is more personalized retreats for people, uh, where it's like, Hey, let's do some work beforehand specialized there, or whether it's bigger retreats, bringing in some of the gene keys and mixing gene keys and plant medicine and energy work. Um, there's some stuff coming down the pipe that I am excited about. Cool. And I imagine, well, we'll we haven't made any specific plans, but I'm, I'm guessing that we might work together and maybe you come down to, Herrera, uh, Casa Otorongo, if that all works out, that could be super fun. I um, think there's going to be some wonderful magic at play. Yes, yes, cool. Um, one of the things that you were telling me that was kind of, not kind of, but one of the foundational views or states that you're going for, was it relaxation? You had, a, you had an acronym yeah. for it. So I just... I like being real, right? If all of this work does not help us be more real in our lives, I don't know what we're doing. And for me, I came up with an acronym, uh, as you pointed out, which is real stands for being relaxed, engaged, adaptable, and loving. Mm, and TM, <laughs> it's the get real framework. <laughs> Surprise everybody. Um, fantastic, fantastic. But you know, that is, it's, it's a compass, right? Mm. And this actually goes into some of the viola work too, because one of the most challenging things to do is understand where are my patterns? Some of them are super obvious and right. some of them are hard to see. Mm -hmm. And so what I have found is that if you have a compass, like being real, like, oh, here's where I'm not relaxed. Here's what's making me not want to be engaged. Here's where I feel stuck and I can't be adaptable to this. Here's where I'm not being loving and I don't like that. Mm. That is a great first step. 
And then to explore what that pattern is, that's when in the alchemy shift framework, you would say, yeah, you practice magic, mindfulness, authenticity, gentleness, find those things that inspire you and that help you connect. And through practicing that, you're going to really understand where those patterns are coming from, how they're playing out in your life. And you'll be able to, to clear them out so that you can be real. And that's all we want. As I've said before, you know, if this is not bringing us into better relationships, more capable in our regular everyday lives and being authentic and transparent with people, I, I question what the point of this work is. And that's really important. It's something that I think uh, also is one of the reasons why I love working with you. Oh. Yeah. Because, oh, and, and, and maybe this is a time to ask questions because we've had some conversations um, over the past couple months. And one of the questions that I asked you was, you know, why do you do this work? You're coming back to it. So, yeah. so what, what is the, the why for you to come back? Well, is it, not just to come back, but to do. Right. And, and is that, that's a separate question than what my statement is, is what I do or what, can I go into that for a second? Cause I'm yeah. Heck, heck we, yeah. we talked, we talked about this <laughs> around the, the campfire at the, the families that, and you're like, why do, you know, what are we doing? What, why are we doing? Well, it's kind of the same thing, but it lined up. The funny thing is when I started talking about it, it lined up perfectly with my gene keys, life's purpose. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that I was saying it until I was like, holy shit, that's my life purpose in the gene keys, which is number 59, which has a shadow state of dishonesty. And then when we move from that, then that dishonesty is kind of hidden agendas, um, fear of the other, whether and oftentimes it's between uh, male, female too, but it, it's just in general, right? I mean, you're the gene keys mm -hmm. guy, right? Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of many, but yes. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the shadow state. And then as we recognize and start being honest with ourselves and start looking inward and contemplating what's really true internally, and this is where ayahuasca, plant medicine can really help us be honest with ourselves. Then we can drop the dishonesty with others. That drops the barriers, the blockages between our relationships with others, so, so that we can be intimate. So, we have, so that we can really, really connect. And when we really, really connect, that's, that's life. I mean, that's, that's why we're here is to connect with other people and, 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 and create and all of these wonderful things. But without that connection and intimacy, we're not getting anywhere. Right. And then the city, the highest state is, is transparency. And, um, per the gene keys, transparency or, or the city state, I should say, which is the highest state in this, in this cosmology is kind of a quasi enlightenment statement. And can you go into the transparency explanation? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing when there's nothing to be hidden and we are right. completely able to see everything. Right. You know, there's, there's clarity, which is a big point. 
it's it's funny though you want to talk about the city and i i'm like let's bring it back to the gift the gift yeah which is because because the the human the human state you know we can all try to climb the mountain forever until we get to the cities but the human state that we're here to occupy is that gift yeah. and you know intimacy has this context i would say in culture where we're talking about you know sexual partnerships or other things right. like that right. but you know, when we can be intimate with somebody, I think it's that we feel safe enough to share ourselves with them. Mm, yeah. And so for, and when there's that dishonesty, it's like, oh, I don't feel safe. So I have to put up a front and we do that with ourselves, right? The first person that we are dishonest with is ourselves. Yeah. And the, the, sometimes the last person that we are really intimate with is ourselves. And so ayahuasca is great at illuminating where we are in this relationship that we have with ourselves, with others. It will amplify that for you to look at and work yeah. through and transform. And that's what I think is so genius about the bringing in the viola work to that state is because it will highlight those patterns. Yeah. But then what do you do with them? Like, <laughs> the fuck out of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and that's, it's, it's transforming them, right? Cause all yeah. of the shadows have a gift everywhere where we've struggled to be honest with ourselves mm -hmm. has taught us a deep level of intimacy. If you know how to hide by dis by being dishonest, you know, something very well mm -hmm. because you know exactly what it needs to hear to stay hidden. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And so when we stop hiding and we just allow it to come into the light, then we get to work on it feeling safe uh -huh. and being transparent with ourselves and others. And that can bring us into connection with others because if I'm not allowing myself to be seen, it doesn't matter how many relationships I have. They're not intimate. They're not actually connecting because I'm not allowing people to connect with me. Right. So, right. That's that journey in the Gene Keys is about moving from the shadow, yes, towards the city, but the pathway is the pathway of the gift. Yep. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and thank you for eloquently explaining. This is, this is again, in, in my chart, this is my number 59. It's my life's work. And so in a conversation after ceremony, in front of the campfire uh, over the family sit, Michael and I were talking. Michael's like, well, what do you do? And I started saying, yeah, I'm, I'm all about you know, removing the dishonesty and being honest with oneself so that we can be connected and be intimate with other people. And da -da -da -da. And he starts laughing. <laughs> what? And he's like, that's your life's work. It's your number 59. You just explained it. And I'm like, right. And that just happens to be what I, I do with ayahuasca or my, my view. I mean, you know, that's, that's my approach. Um, so it's pretty cool. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what else, man? What other questions? So, yeah, you know, I guess you asked me how my year was, what have you learned in this time that you've had off that you are excited to bring back? Yeah. Well, um, it's going to go along the same theme. Um, what, well, one thing, this time off was, I didn't go a full year without drinking ayahuasca, but I went, what was it, from was it, probably nine months. 
um, before I really drank <clears throat> ayahuasca again. Uh, however, I, I really appreciated the break and it allowed me to relax and it allowed me to spend time with myself and do some introspection. And a big portion was self-honesty. I went through some experiences, which is really, I don't think I did a full inventory of my life that would take a long time, but I really went through um, some things in life uh, and was brutally honest with myself and it popped something. It was really fantastic. Um, I, I'm not going to get into all the details that would take forever. <laughs> um, but, and I feel like I've done more work in this break than I had done, I don't know, 10 years, even though I'd been drinking ayahuasca throughout that time. In fact, I would argue that because of the intensity that I was drinking ayahuasca and working all the time, um, it did not allow me to do some of the personal work that was needed. And so, yeah, it was fucking fantastic um, taking the break. Uh, highly recommend <laughs> something to, to, to watch out for as uh, for participants uh, and also uh, students. You know, I think both you and I, Michael, well, not, I don't think so. It's the case. We both just, <clears throat> when our training, we just, you know, banged it out. Um, just nothing but ayahuasca dieta to dieta, you know, ayahuasca dieta, dieta, dieta. Um, and yeah, we got her done. And I would say that um, got a lot of personal work done along the way. And then at some point it, it definitely plateaued for me uh, and taking a break and really integrating and exploring other other directions like the I kept doing the Violdo stuff. I was I had clients, still have clients, um, <laughs> uh, on the regular basis uh, working with Violdo. And so that time not doing ayahuasca really allowed me to focus in on the Violdo work, and that has shifted and changed, and that's been really fantastic. There entities that I work with that I didn't work with before kind of thing, or I, for whatever reason, my, my, my vision of what's going on during the session opened up, which was really cool. Cause I've, uh, I've always been frustrated with that outside the medicine. Um, and yeah, um, kind of recharged, uh, also realizing what my vocation truly is. In, in, in terms of shamanism uh, versus, you know, I, I kind of, I went from an extreme of, of working in finance uh, up until about 2010, quit, went into shamanism for 12 years. And then it's like, all right, well, I'm don't know what else the fuck to do. And I got to make some money. So I'm going to go back into finance, which I enjoy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm good at it. I'm, I enjoy it. Uh, do I, fucking love it and live and breathe it. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, and I, I found when I started back doing like content, like today is a day of content. Today is a Saturday as we're recording this. I'm going to work until eight o'clock tonight doing content because I love it. There's no way I would do that kind of work, um, putting together content for, for the financial side of my mm. life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, um, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, how did you find the, the same thing in terms of breakthroughs um, during your yeah break? yeah 
I don't know if I fully hit the plateau, although I definitely had a sense of plateauing towards the end because my journey with the dieta, 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 it took me to the end of what I would say was a um, intensely constructed container of the mandala. And so right when I finished the mandala was also when my break came in. Um, So I had a a year more or less to be integrating everything that I learned, Mm -hmm. but the Violdo stuff, I mean, whoa, Uh, that was super supportive the entire time. and, And I think helped take my approach to the work to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talked about your life work being the, the 59 minus the 19. So it's the shadow of codependency mm-hmm. and working towards sensitivity or it's the pathway of sensitivity and, and sacrifice. And so for me, if it provided this time to look at like, where am I not taking my lessons from ayahuasca out of the ceremonial container. Mm-hmm. What is, what is making me think that I need to be in the container of ceremony to be living a ceremonial life? Mm-hmm. Everything is ceremony at, at like, I mean, that is, that is the truth of the matter. We have these short time frames of retreat, be it three days a week, a month in the jungle, two months, whatever it may be. But then you come out, and that's when the real work begins and everything was coming at me being like, yeah, no, this is, this is the ceremony, Michael. Mm. And so for me, it helped me see, okay, if this is the ceremony, then how do I want my relationship with the medicine to be to support the broader ceremony? Mm -hmm. And knowing that there's different approaches, you know, for me, that was, oh, I want to find, and feel into the right times for me to have retreats, for me to host, for me to tune into some of the larger energetics because my design is not, I don't have that lovely motor that you do, sir, um, to, to get it done. It's like, okay, I really have to listen and I can't be codependent on the medicine for me to have my sensitivity. I really have to get this, dialed in and so that's what i've been doing for the last year and yeah it it brings in a whole new level of for me patience listening and guidance um which i would say is very much a hummingbird medicine in the violdo lineage it's like yeah yeah, can you listen to the guidance can you be still enough amongst all the chaos to listen Mm -hmm. and can you live with that uh, both the integrity from the West, but also the impeccability from the North and the consequentiality. Like if you do not listen to this timing, what's going to happen? Yeah. Are you willing to own it? So um, yes, taking the break has definitely allowed things to open up and to soften because before that it felt like I was just had to hammer, hammer away at things. Yeah. And then it was like, Oh, and that's part of the gene keys too, the approach of gentleness as a discipline. And it's like that has helped kind of wash away some areas that the force did not allow me to. Yeah. 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 Along those lines of timing and when, 
where my mind went with timing, and I think where you started was was the timing of how often to do retreats. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm coming back in, I'm really considering spending a fair amount of time in Peru. And what I'm interested to see and experiment with is if I, say, spend three months in Peru and do three ceremonies month after month after month, or even let's take it to six months. We're just, we're just playing with ideas. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing <clears throat> ceremony every month. Will I, this is, I intuitively think this is going to be the case because I'm staying in the jungle and avoiding all the craziness of the world. My, my system will be able to recalibrate that much mm-hmm. faster because I'm in a space that's naturally just kind of, you know, and um, yeah, it'll, it'll be really interesting to see what kind of timing I come up with as well. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll just be interesting because at the yeah. same time I gotta, I gotta feed myself too. Right. And that's the, a- absolutely. Other, the other, and, the and other. there's no right answer to it. This is, this is the thing. It's like, Oh, and this is what I love about what we're talking about when it comes to intimacy and knowing oneself and listening. It's like, mm. man, I can't be dishonest with myself. I need to do this here. Okay. But in order for a relationship to be intimate, there's also care. So how am I caring for myself? How am I going through that process? How am I nurturing myself through that? And that requires a deep amount of listening. And just like everybody who sits will have a different experience. The reason for that is because everybody's different. Yeah. And I mean, I know that's another reason why alchemy shift. I was like, Oh, I don't want to do cookie cutter coaching. Here's where you go. It has to be customized. It has to be, what are you going through? And even if there's a map, that map has to be unique to you, which is where gene key shines through. So I think it's great that you're going to play around with listening to what's, what's the timing. It's la ciencia, no? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then also, I mean, I, I've been, or we've been talking about doing small group retreats, um, since I don't know, what was it a year? Yeah, right before we ended up parting. Like a year and a half, a year and a half, and two years. We're wanting to do this the small group uh, with with Bioldo, and at that time you weren't able to do. You hadn't gone through the Bioldo training, and um, I'm really excited to see how doing small group uh, retreats. Our retreat in Peru is going to be only eight people, and. Um, doing the Viola work together, how that impacts, you know, how my bounce back time as well. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited. And then who knows, maybe we do every once in a while, we'll do a big retreat down in, in Peru where it's, you know, 15 people or something like that. And you know, <laughs> uh, um, Got to celebrate a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Have some fun. Uh, not that, not that the small group wouldn't be fun yeah. anyway, but um, you know, it'll be interesting. And I've been, really wanting to do medicine in a new and unique way for a long time. And um, I'm just looking back at the story as to how I got involved with Violdo, which was, I don't know how I ended up with Violdo. I <laughs> literally just stumbled on, on his stuff and decided to take a big leap of faith and, and do the training. And then looking back and how that's all like 
come together with with working with the uh, ayahuasca and, and plant medicine. It's pretty kind of cool. Same same with you with the gene keys and and, and uh, Vialdo as well. So yeah, super cool. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm excited to see what comes from all of it because I think I'm definitely still feeling like there's more stuff coming in that I'm like this is gonna be interesting. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm, I'm excited for you at some point to come down to Peru and, and, um, meet mommy and poppy and, and the whole, that whole scene down in Hanada Herrera would be so cool. I, that was the most exciting thing to me about your, your retreat. And maybe that's because I'm jaded and I've had some illuminations before and I'm like, yeah, no, this, that part's going to be great but mommy and poppy are going to be there. I've had five years of stories around these people and I haven't yeah. met them. So yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. Um, and we're, yeah, I'll, for those of you who don't know mommy and poppy, um, Jake, who owns Casa Otorongo, um, he's, he's down there right now and he's going to bring back pictures and he, hopefully he'll have like a interview with them. Obviously we'll have to translate it, but, um, we get pictures, we get interview, and then we'll do, uh, Jake and I are going to do a podcast on in a couple of days. And so we'll be able to share more than just verbal reminiscing and people getting excited, which <laughs> should be hopefully cool. <laughs> so right on. Um, dude, I don't, I'm running out. Do you have anything else? I think that's a. What are you most excited about for your return? That's my final question that I have. Oh, I'm really, I'm just super excited at the combination of Vialda work and, and ayahuasca. I think the um, transformations that we're going to see with that combination are, are really just going to, um, and I, one of the, the, the big things that I think may have been understated and what certainly in in the previous video about it is um, about the retreat and that retreat format is how combining uh, the Viodo energy work in an ayahuasca ceremony is going to entrain people to learn about their energetic body mm. and become more sensitive about their energetic body and their connection to the energies in, in the in the the cosmos, <laughs> and that's something that that can take so much time um, without that this combination. And I'm just super excited to to see that because that's gonna that's going to allow people to directly experience spirituality in a, in a way that they never have before, and that that's really really fucking cool. In addition to that. Um, I'm just stoked about the amount of work and patterns that we can out of a, you know, out of a retreat because it's always, it frustrated me and, and I imagine yourself it, coming across <clears throat> patterns that were like, Oh, I did a dieta and <laughs> five ceremonies and I'm done with that pattern. And then, you know, two weeks later, it's like, fuck, it's still there. Damn it. And, you know, Vialdo, the Vialdo work really addresses that spot on. So I'm, I'm just stoked about transformation, man. 
Mm. Sounds like alchemy. Yeah, yeah. So, in your, what is, what, what's the juiciest part of your new setup? What uh, for you? Not, Ooh, not, for me. Yeah. Very similar. It's the blending. It's the blending yeah. of these different modalities into something new that is super powerful. Um, you know, whether it's ayahuasca and violdo or jinkies and violdo work or all three of them combined, mm. you know, there's something very empowering. Like that that's, I think, a core component of alchemy shift and the work that I would say you're doing as well is I don't want people to necessarily be reliant on me or on the medicine or on anything. I want you to walk away feeling empowered, knowing that you have the tools and frameworks and structures that you can use to empower yourself. And that makes the work even more beautiful because then when you start working with somebody else as an empowered being and you have two empowered beings coming together it just keeps on building versus being reliant on somebody to always come and save you yeah like that that's what's exciting to me more empowered individuals out there taking ownership and having the tools that they need to support themselves. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You, you remember, you took the, the Violdo course. So you yeah. remember Alberto Violdo would talk about how shamans <laughs> would, they, he called them extraction queens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> interesting name. But um, extraction queens, so what, what extraction queens, shamanic extraction queens, <laughs> what shamanic extraction queens do is they'll, have a client come to them with a problem. They identify the problem. They clear it out, but they don't remove the affinity for it. So what happens is that person walks away from the session going, I'm feeling great. And then in a couple of weeks, because there's still an affinity that's drawing that same problem imprint right back in, they get hit again. And they're like, fuck, I have the same problem. So they have to go back to the shaman and the shaman clears them out and they go do it. And, and uh, Alberto Viodo, he makes fun of them because he says, yeah, it's a great business model. They keep coming back over and over again and <laughs> keep paying them. Um, but I, you know, I, I'm excited to make a shitty business model, which is ayahuasca retreats. It's a shitty business model. <clears throat> I want to make it worse. <laughs> Heck yeah. And, and what I mean by that is that people come back less and they're more, again, independent and they go off and do their thing without requiring the uh, any more or significant more work. I mean, who, who, everyone's starting with a different level of work that they have to go through, et cetera, et cetera. But I love it when people give me a call and say, hey, Zach, I think I'm kind of done with ayahuasca. And it's like, well, are you pissed at me? No, no, I, I love ayahuasca. It's been great. It's, it's changed my life. I just think I've, I've got some other directions I want to go in and everything's great. I'm letting you know. And I'm like, that's what we're going for. That's exactly what we're going for. Yes. Yes. 
And that that is the beauty of, of this work is when there is like there is that moment of completion. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm 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 I have healed. Huh. I have healed. Thank you. Yeah. Because that for me, the best part about that is that's when you get to the healed healer state. Because those people go out into the world and they start doing their work in a way that is even more impactful than just yeah. sending more people to ceremony. Yeah. Versus the, the wounded healer, the famous wounded healer. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Um, not to say, I and mean, it's, it's a weird thing because we're never 100% healed, right? We're always working on shit, but, but there's a, there's a, there's a point at which it, there's, that the healing is on a relative basis more than the wounding. <laughs> There's a, so I'll give them a shout out. One of the, the branding kind of marketing tools that I've really enjoyed recently is a company called story brand. Oh. And one of the things that they talk about branding in a very unique way where it actually resonates within me and doesn't make me feel creepy or bad or like a, salesperson it's like oh yeah there's a problem and i solve it but the guy who founded it he was like there's a difference between the only difference between a hero and a guide mm -hmm. is that a guide is just a hero who kept on continuing their journey the natural process of going through our heroic journeys healing our wounds moving through our victim states and getting to be like yes i'm an empowered hero is to become the guide mm. you know you don't stop at being luke skywalker you want to end up as yoda <laughs> and to get not the, you have to keep to, you just keep going but you become of service to others and you can't do that until you're empowered um and so if you're working in a system that's constantly saying come on back come on back come on back you're never going to step into that role but working in a system that says, hey, we will help you move through this so that you can move into that role, uh -huh. that feels amazing in my body. Yeah, yeah, me too. And and at the same time, there are gonna people, are gonna people, there are going to be people who decide, you know what, I want to learn this stuff and and learn, and this is, I think I've mentioned to you before, I don't know if I've mentioned it on a podcast, but there's a point, particularly in plant medicine, where you do hit somewhat of a plateau. Your, your growth is really quick in those first 100 ceremonies, 200s, I don't even know. But anyway, the, the, those first... Less. First, <laughs> less, yeah. You probably, and then you start to kind of plateau in terms of realizations and shifts and so forth. Uh, I would argue as an aside, because you're hitting up against imprints and you're not clearing out your, your, the, the affinities, but that's an aside. Um, and then you start to plateau. And so when we hit that plateau, the question is, question becomes, do I can, do I leave plant medicine because it's no longer bringing that incremental growth? Um, or do I, go down the path of service and learning how mm -hmm. to serve this. Uh, and there, there's obviously gradations of, you know, well, maybe I will and kind of go down the path and decide, nah, decide not to. Um, that's always an option too. But 
that's really a, a key thing to remember because um, I was just doing a video on some of the pitfalls with ayahuasca. And one of the things was this idea that, oh, if I drink enough ayahuasca and do enough shamanic dietas, I will become enlightened or, <laughs> or, or, or I'll solve all my problems. And we all know, or, or, but yet sometimes people forget that if that were truly the case, then the jungle, the Amazon jungle would be full of enlightened beings who have no problems. Clearly not the case. So, um, you know, plant medicine is wonderful and we need some other modalities in there to, to, to take things further if, if one wants to go there. Mm. Yeah. So, well said. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Well, cool, man. Um, one more time. We keep coming up against it's like, well, do you have anything else? Yeah. Do you have anything else? Uh, maybe. Do you have anything else? <laughs> I, I don't think so. All I have to say is, hey, for those of you who are interested in coming to the retreat in Monument, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Um, and it'll be it'll be nice to be back around everybody for those who I've never met. Looking forward to meeting you for the first time. Uh, and looking forward to working with you there, man. It should be fun. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. You, you're going to bring your cool singing bowls? I will bring a few of my lovely cool singing bowls and yeah. uh, I'll probably bring something to bang on. Yeah. Like a drum. I would imagine. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Which is cool. Cause then my, my luggage is going to be a lot lighter cause I can borrow all of your stuff. <laughs> you can wear my underwear. <laughs> I can wear your underwear. That's, that's a, and should we explain that joke? We, we ask, we ask guests not to touch our instruments like our singing bowls or rattles or shakapas or our drums, because it's like asking us to wear our underwear. We'd rather you not. Thank you very much. It's awkward <laughs> when you ask. It's very awkward when you ask. Um, but we so, do have some really nice, fancy underwear to, to play in and dance around in. So it's <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Um, Oh, I, can I, can I make some? Please. So um, the retreat in um, <laughs> Peru uh, is filling up quickly. We're, we're, um, we're at about, I want to say five out of the eight. So if you're interested in that, I would get your application in Toot Suite. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we've got some cool podcasts coming up. I'm going to have Jake, the owner of Casa Otorongo. He's going to come on, and I think, the next episode. And then I'm going to have Randall Har, the Akashic record reading guy. He's going to come on in a, a couple of weeks. So we're going to have some really nice and interesting podcasts coming up. And on that point, I'm going to throw it out there. If um, anyone has suggestions or contacts of people that might be interesting on this podcast, Heck yeah. And they don't have to be all about uh, plant medicine uh, or anything that's around spirituality or um, maybe someone who works with mushrooms or, or something else. Some, um, something that's connected, but doesn't have to be ayahuasca uh, specific. Uh, so yeah, reach out if you got an idea. I'd love to hear it. Cool. Go in. And I will give one more plug for Alchemy Shift, which is that if you are curious about how to work together or just want to understand more different avenues, go ahead and visit alchemyshift.com uh, and schedule a discovery call. If Zach's open to it, we can put a link to that in the kind of subtext to this podcast. That way, while the website is officially being launched, you can still reach there. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Um... If I can figure out how to do it, I will. 
Perfect. <laughs> I'll put it in the update. I'll put it in the update. And I'll put it on the SoundCloud and YouTube. Yeah, we can do it all. We can do it all, man. All right. Cool. Well, um, all right, everybody. It's been, this has been super fun, man. And yeah. uh, thank everyone. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to watch. And we'll see you on the next podcast slash video.